he has so much interest in these competing companies that it's literally in his favor for the United States Postal Service to fail. Yeah, there should be a mix. Like maybe there should be one Democratic president mm -hmm. and one Republican president, like one representative from each and they both share the position. First off, why the fuck are we trying to recreate the Big Bang? Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is the No Structure Podcast. No Hot headlines. Uh, a plan to release over 750 genetically modified 750 million, sorry, genetically modified mosquitoes into the Florida Keys in 2021 and 2022 has received final approval from local authorities against the objection of many local residents and a coalition of environmental advocacy groups. I saw that, and that's to like get rid of like disease and stuff. Oh, right? I have no idea. Like you said, I only read the headlines, so I don't really know what's going on. I'm pretty sure it has to do with getting rid of um, diseases and stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that, don't they use um, data collection from mosquitoes to fight the different diseases? I think that they... I, I don't know, but I know if there's, yeah, well, if mosquitoes can carry specific blood-borne diseases like AIDS and stuff, we'd be fucked. That's what I mean. Oh, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, man, we're off to a great start. Uh, so, Little Nas X said that if... Um, Old Town Road goes diamond. He will give everybody a copy, all of his followers, a copy of Phineas and Ferb season three on Blu-ray. Really? He was joking around, but Disney Plus is partnering to give a, uh, oh, they're, I don't, they're giving away some swag, but you'll also get the DVD. Damn. Or some people dope. will get the DVD. So it just seems like they're just hijacking Lil Nas's plan and making it a Disney Plus plan. Yeah, that's good marketing. Yeah, but is, is Lil Nas X involved? Like, I don't. I mean, all I he needs is so. his name to be thrown out there. Are you talking about, is he getting any kickback Yeah, he that? needs to be getting some, some pay. I'm sure he does. Yeah. I'm sure he does. Uh, did you see that the Michigan governor got caught on a hot mic saying, it's Shark Week, motherfucker? No. <laughs> That's hella funny. Though. That is hella funny. But did you see, speaking of hot mics, the uh, baseball reporter, or not baseball reporter, but the announcer that said it's the, what did he say? The fag, fag city Nation or something? or something like that? Man, fuck him. Bro, I was like, why would you say that? Dude, like, how was that even like... A natural part of your your vocabulary. The best thing I like, or no, that I liked, I did not like this. But the best thing about this whole situation is right after. Did you see it? he had to issue the apology because yeah. he did the double header? Yeah. So the best part about this isn't out of my character. This yeah. isn't me, dude. Clearly, yeah. it's you if you're saying it. Yeah. Like I'm tired of white people. That was that was my excuse. That was my exact thoughts after hearing the apology, and he was like, "It's not my character." Blah blah. I was like, "Bro." You said this untriggered. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. And you you said it so, like, nonchalantly. So like, casual. it was just a part of. That's why I had to listen to it, like, four or five times over to make sure I heard what he said right, because yeah. he just said it so cavalier that I thought that it was just. I was like, damn, man, you're a dirty motherfucker. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, I hope he does get fired. He was really begging Fox. Oh, like yeah. Like, his fucking plead, bro. Yeah. And then I hate how they always bring God into it. Dude, God has nothing to do with you saying that shit. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Um, update on uh, the no more parties in LA. Airbnb announces a global pan, global ban. Jesus, on all parties and events at its listings, including a cap on occupancy at sixteen people. It says the party ban applies to all future bookings and will remain in effect indefinitely until further notice. Man, and this is California. This is everywhere. It says global ban now. Mm. Who is enforcing this? Airbnb. Oh, Airbnb. Got it. Yeah, I mean. Good luck with enforcing that. Yeah. <laughs> just like when you you and your boys go book a hotel in Vegas and it's supposed to be two people in the room, but there's nine of you guys. Yeah. Like, come on. Uh, another update, actually. Uh, remember we talked about Sarah Cooper, the lady that did the TikTok videos about Trump? Yep. She is getting her own Netflix special. Oh, wow. I saw it. That's pretty cool. Uh, she, yeah, it looks like her own Netflix comedy special. I've only seen her for the Trump stuff, so maybe she does other comedy stuff. Maybe I'll have to... She seems like she's a funny person. Poke around. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. she seems cool. Uh, we have an Ellen update. Okay, what, what we got? Ellen staffers will now receive five paid days off to use at their discretion, birthdays off, and paid time for doctor's appointments and family matters. Uh, so you mean like the basic things that most jobs give you? Yeah, real time. Ellen's running a fucking sweatshop out of there. Like, what are you doing? I didn't even know that was possible to run a sweatshop for a TV show. Yeah. And she's she's breaking doing it. Ground. Yeah. She's fucking pioneer. Oh, that is sick. Man in 
pointing guns at penis Facebook group shoots self in penis and becomes a hero in the group. <laughs> oh my god, dude. He, so he cheddar bobs himself. Cheddar Bob. Damn. And uh, now he's a fucking hero in the group. That's crazy. What if they gave him like a fucking mechanical penis? Like, how do you even repair that? You know what? One of my coworkers actually showed me a guy shooting whoa, his they, dick. They're going to say, show his dick. And it's <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He showed me a video of a guy shooting his dick on accident. It oh, was crazy. Shit. And they showed the picture after, yeah. which I was surprised that, first of all, that his dick didn't blow up. Yeah. I was also surprised that the bullet got stuck in his dick, not in and out. Oh. Yeah, bro. I was like, wow, what the fuck? Anyway, it might have been that guy. Yeah. I thought that the worst pain in the world would probably be getting a kidney stone, but it sounds like getting a bullet in the dick might hurt enough. A lot more. It seems like that pain would be so surreal that you would pass out. Oh, yeah. I've always wondered, like, how much pain it would take for me to pass out. Probably getting shot in the dick. Yeah, that'll probably do it. Yeah. Uh, did you see that Trump is holding his brothers? First off, I want to say rest in peace to Robert Trump. I don't know anything about him, but, you know, I don't like talking negatively about the dead. But uh, they're holding his funeral at the White House? What the really? fuck? The White House is not your personal family thing to use to have funeral homes and all kinds of crazy shit at is this the first funeral held at the white house uh we'd have to fact check that but i would i would in our lifetime think, probably yeah right? it would be the first one um also come to find out they have funerals there all the time we yeah. just don't know yeah like every week yeah uh there was a reserve your funeral at the white house oh and then the funny thing is all right now he wants to have the funeral at the white house and i bet this is all just to pander towards his base like oh look at how great of a brother i am mm-hmm. but his brother passed away i think saturday or sunday morning he was fucking golfing with uh one of those fucking white quarterback dudes that nobody gives a fuck about anymore oh jay feely he wasn't a quarterback he's a kicker mm. didn't accomplish anything in his career but uh wants to say it's a great honor to golf with trump sure it is when you haven't accomplished shit sorry wow <laughs> yeah uh, there is a safe containing over 1 million yen in cash stolen from a ninja museum. Oh, sick. First off. Wait, what part nin- is sick about it? Ninja museum. Oh, okay. I need to know where this ninja museum is because that sounds awesome. Motherfucking China. Yeah, that sounds cool. That would be dope. I'm putting that on the, the old bucket list to go to the ninja museum. Apparently it's 10,000 US dollars. I mean, still. I'm going to start a GoFundMe so that I can go <laughs> to the uh, ninja museum. Yeah. Uh, did you see that uh, Kanye will not appear on the ballot as an independent candidate in Ohio due to mismatched paperwork? So what is he going to be under? Oh, he's just going oh, just... to be on the ballot. Oh, wow. So uh, how many states is he going to not be allowed to be on? I don't know, but I did see a list of 10 states he is going to be allowed on the ballot. That was my next question. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I've just kind of blocked it. all Kanye stuff out of my head. Yeah. An Australian casino was fined $64,000 after a 12-year-old was caught on camera gambling. <laughs> Man. Trying to get his fix, bro. He's trying yeah. to get that money. I mean, you can go on to Grand Theft Auto and gamble in the casino on there. So do I? That's very true. You know, do, do am I really shocked that twelve year olds are gambling? I mean, we were fucking trading Pokemon cards and stuff, doing all kinds of crazy things when we were kids. So playing dice in the cold sack. Yep. Speaking of Grand Theft Auto, I just want to say uh, for all the people out there that play it, I have won seven cars from the fucking casino. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I get like a weekly update from you on a car. Yeah. In like the past ten weeks, I won seven cars. That's crazy. crazy. Um, a decimal point error appears to have misled millions into believing that spinach is a good nutritional source of iron. So, because there was always this thing that spinach had more iron in it and was good for you if you're iron deficient. Turns out that. that because of a decimal point error, it actually isn't. It has the same nutritional value as any other fucking vegetable you eat. I didn't know that. I knew that spinach was good for you because it's green. Yeah. That's... So Popeye is a fucking lie. Yeah, I guess. So it was really HDH, not spinach. It was good. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Popeye being on HDH is wild. Oh, Mark McGuire. Kim Jong-un dead? Uh, I saw a video, or not saw a video, I heard like a news report in the background as I was doing something that there was a video that came out of him kicking it. Yeah, but I mean, when was the video taken? Yeah, so, yeah I don't know. I did see a thing that said Argentina thanked North Korea's Kim Jong-un for mask from uh, South Korea, which I think that they fucked up on that one. On <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a homeless man lived two weeks in a luxury suite at a Florida soccer stadium. Hmm. Do they just not have anybody? I mean, I guess you'd have to pay for security and stuff, and if there's nobody going to the games, why would you need security? Yeah. So, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah, good for him for uh, getting one up. Yeah. Uh, Black babies are more likely to survive when cared by a black doctor. I could have guessed that one. Yeah, I actually had a headline on that, too. Let me me scroll and see, because I actually saw something... yeah, black newborn babies in the U.S. are more likely to survive childbirth as cared for by black doctors, but are three times more likely to die 
when looked after by white doctors. Do you think that that is because of a negligence of care, or do you think that that's because not knowing, like, body types and, you know, things that would be specific to people of color? Um, I want to say negligence, Yeah, to be honest. That's what it seems like. Yeah. I've read some pretty horror stories about um, mothers who've gone and have been denied care, or, you know, and, the nurse yeah. goes off for hours without taking care of her, so... Or, like, um, I've seen, like, these stories, especially because, you know, uh, Taylor just had a baby not so long ago, so I'm looking at all these stories about pregnancy, and there's, like, these black mothers that would say that there's something clearly wrong, Mm -hmm. and the doctors wouldn't do anything about it, and this is, like, um, being reported by their friends and stuff, and then, you know, the mothers would die. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Like, black mothers would die because they're not being listened to. Like, they know their body. Exactly. Like, if something is wrong, you would know. Yeah. And, you know, these people take, a, you know, an oath to serve everybody. But I guess, it, again, racism is in everything. It is. Um, did you see that uh, Trump's old political advisor was arrested yesterday? Hmm. For, um, what was it? Oh, he was embezzling money. Okay, so you know when Trump told people that uh, he was going to have Mexico pay for the wall? Yeah. Mexico said, fuck out of here. Yeah. So his buddies decided to start a GoFundMe to fund the wall. Mm-hmm. Turns out that they were taking the money and using it all themselves. Oh, mm-hmm. go figure. Duh. Um, and do you remember Kurt Schilling, baseball player? Uh, he played for the Red Sox back in like the early 2000s. Uh, Name sounds familiar. Super famous. He His most famous thing was he pitched when he had like surgery in his foot and he was like bleeding through his sock. Okay. The boy suck game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also arrested as part of this uh, because apparently he's also been using the money. But the craziest thing about all of this, and we'll get to the post office more later, but postal workers arrested him. Really? Yeah. How'd they catch him? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I think he was... So for the Steve Bannon guy, they caught him on his yacht. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Kurt Schilling. I just saw that he was in custody. Interesting. Yeah, man. Turns out that all these ex-baseball players really Republican dickheads. Oh, I could have, I think could have guessed that. <laughs> Dude, you know who I was really sad to find out is one, like a crazy hard Republican. I don't know if he still is, but I had to unfollow him on Twitter, which actually kind of hurt my feelings. Hmm. Brett Boone. It's a fucking booner, huh? But he was also ejecting fucking HGH into his forearms, so. Yeah, that was a Mariners, Allegedly. Mariners, uh, that's, well, actually, that was like the last time that I really watched the Mariners. It was around that era. Yeah. That way when we were actually fucking good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The 116 game. Oh, season. that was a great season. Yeah. Um, did you see that uh, Stanley from The Office is actually trying to come out with his own show? Based off of The Office character? Yes. So, oh, okay. first off, his name is, let's get his name, uh, Leslie David Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to come up with his own show called Uncle Stanley. Mm-hmm. And it was a spinoff of Stanley's time living in Florida. And his crazy nephew calls him. And he's like a wild hippie. And he needs help raising his son. So, Stanley goes to L.A. to help his son. And they're kind of like... It has to do with, like, racism and stuff. He wants to address some of these things, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. But I guess he got a whole bunch of uh, threats and all kinds of racist remarks at him for even considering doing this show. Man, people are fucking stupid. Like, let him, let him create. I will 100% fight somebody over the honor of Stanley, all right? Like, yeah. If you have an issue with Stanley, you're going to come through me first, all right? Speaking of racist, um, Charlotte Hornet suspend radio announcer who tweeted the N-word instead of nuggets oh i saw that and then people were like well what if it was just autocorrect well you'd be having to use that word a yep. bunch for it to autocorrect like that yep and i'm more curious as to what kind of messages he was sending out with that verbiage in it yeah i mean it's unfortunate if he was unintentionally trying to do that yeah and it really did autocorrect it which i'm like damn siri like what the fuck yeah <laughs> you know I mean? but Oh, no, this motherfucker, I'm looking at his face, I'm like, nah, he uses that word a lot, bro. (laughs) Yeah, and if you, honestly, like, it takes two seconds to look and just be like, oh, shit, I fucked up and delete real quick. I mean, granted, the internet's a lot faster than... What if he said, like, what if he was trying to say go nuggets? (laughs) And it autocorrected. Did you ever see the video of that guy on Wheel of Fortune where uh, it was like the the answer to the puzzle was gold diggers? And it was missing the first letter of of the second thing that he guessed in. And fucking they panned to, uh, what's the dude's name? Uh, Pat Sajak. He's like, no end. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's like, uh, there was a South Park episode. I think that was uh, based off of that. Yeah, it was naggers was the word. (laughs) And he guessed an I instead of an A. Oh, it was was, uh, Stan. His dad, though, right? His dad. Yeah, yeah, Stan's dad. (laughs) Uh, Randy. Randy. Randy Marsh. Oh, I've got a couple more serious ones. Um, ICE guards in an El Paso detention center sexually assaulted and harassed migrants in pattern of abuse, lawyers say. Forcibly kissed and touched ones in areas not visible to cameras, saying no one would believe her. They offered another money for sex. Yeah, I don't think we've ever talked about ICE on here, but fuck them, too. 
man, I feel bad for everybody that has to go through that process because I know that they look at human, or I know that they look at these people less than human. Less, yeah. So and I feel so bad. And like, they take advantage of their helplessness. Like yeah. They know that these people are not being listened to anyway, so they take advantage of that. So crazy. Um, another crazy one. Did you see that uh, two men have been arrested in the 2002 killing of Jam Master J? Really? Yeah. Wow. All this time. I think it was over like a, and I'd have to fact check this, but it's like a $1.7 million cocaine deal or something like that, or heroin mm. deal. Wow. Yeah, wild, wild, wild. Um, Do you think that there's going to be some technology that comes out to get Tupac and Biggie's killers? I thought they already found Tupac's. Oh, or they have a guy that they believe. Because I think there was a documentary. Uh, Biggie's, I always just assumed it was the cops. Okay. Because there's a whole thing with him and the, the LAPD and... I don't know. You know, all these... Anytime a celebrity is involved with death, usually I think that there's something more... Something behind it. It could have just been, you know, some street shit, but... Yeah, I always think that there's more, too. Yeah. I get it. Um, Flint residents are to receive $600 million settlement from the government for what happened in Flint. Congratulations to them, but I feel like that's uh, not enough money at all. My thing, though, is like, so how much of this money is going to go to the to the people? Yeah, how much of the money is going to go to the people? And these people are fucked for life from this. Yeah, who knows like what long-term medical is... problems are going to be at play with this. Yeah, and they still don't have fucking clean water. How about we start there? Like, I'm sure the water that they did drink that looked clear... Like, it's probably bad for them. Yeah. Because I've seen some of that clear water be lit on fire. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, what the fuck? That's, yeah, like, this is not supposed to be combusting. Yeah. Um, and then the Opposite. Last... It's supposed to be the opposite. Yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, and then the last one I had is um, another Fort Hood soldier has gone missing. 23-year-old soldier Elder Fernandez. We had talked a couple weeks ago about Vanessa Guillen, mm -hmm. who went missing. This is the 11th soldier that's either gone missing or died from Fort Hood in the last year. Wow. Yeah. There need to be an investigation on that Yeah, location. there's something really, 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 really strange going on at Fort Hood. Mm -hmm. It sounds like there's a lot of fuck shit that goes on there that's allowed to go on there. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of cover-up that's mm -hmm. going on. Exactly. Yeah, so uh, hopefully, you know, they get to the bottom of this and they figure out what's going on. Um, yeah, I don't got too much more to say on that. I mean, shit's fucked up out here. Yeah. I just wanted to throw out there that... Um, the fact that the post office is being strategically decommissioned, I think a lot of people are kind of glossing over how important they are. Right. Um, there's, you know, there's family members that are reporting that other family members are dying because they're not receiving their medicine. There's people reporting that they're not receiving, um, their live animals that they've ordered for their farm. Right. Cause USPS is the only company, is the only mail company that delivers live animals. I don't know if you knew that. Did not know that. Yeah. Um, everyone else, it's a, everyone else, it's a liability issue. Oh, right? I did not know that. Yeah. So there's like all these things that people are overlooking um, when it comes to the USPS and how big of an impact they have on people's lives, like our lives, our neighbors' lives, whatever. And any person says that this is not some type of manipulation of voting, like you have to be blind. Like you're blind, bro. Like what oh, the yeah. fuck? I mean, it's it's clear as day now. Like, it's seriously... I mean, Trump's admitted to it. Mm -hmm. He appointed a guy that for years has been against the Postal Service. Exactly. It has um, ties into other companies. Amazon, FedEx. Right. That's mm -hmm. First of all, that's a conflict of interest right there. Why are we allowing him to do that? It's just like when Trump became president, he had to give up his business. Why are we allowing some guy that has privatized ties to run something that we know he doesn't care for? He literally... He has so much interest in these competing companies that it's literally in his favor for the united states postal service to fail and he runs the united states postal service right. bro like what the fuck and i've seen a lot of people saying oh well the reason why the post office is getting closed down is because they they don't make enough money because they uh for one thing i think that they guarantee pensions for all their employees mm -hmm. once they uh, retire but the thing about it, too, is th uh, the post office is a government-run entity. Mm -hmm. So the government has certain regulations that they put on the post office for how much they're able to charge for postage, mm -hmm. for mailing things. So the post office is able to keep their prices low because of the government. So the government needs to be giving them money in order for them to keep running because they're, you're, it is true. Their uh, model is not a sustainable, profitable model. But that's not what they're for. They're for a service to all of us. They're not there exactly. to be a for-profit company. Speaking of them not being a for-profit company, have you seen any of the charts that compare them to UPS and FedEx? Mm -mm. Their main com uh, competitors when it right. comes to shipping, minus Amazon, obviously. So if you look at how affordable they are, let's see, how much does it cost to send a letter, just a simple letter? 55 cents. That's one stamp, right? Right. If you wanted to send the same thing through UPS or FedEx, it's $23.24 
minimum for a letter, right? If you want to express ship something overnight, $26 USPS, $34 UPS, $31 FedEx. I can go through the whole list of all the things that the USPS would undercut its competitors, but there's no point in doing that. Just know for a fact, everything that they do is significantly cheaper. And then on top of that, do you know how much harder they work compared to these other people, these other companies? Uh, Each year, UPS sends 5.5 billion packages. That's a lot. FedEx sends 4 billion packages. That's also a lot. But the United States Postal Service sends 145 billion packages a year. Mm -hmm. These motherfuckers is like, it's like the, uh, the blood veins. You know what I mean? Of the nation, bro. That's, they keep us running. They're getting this shit going, man. And people just don't see the big picture when it comes to how important these guys are. Yeah. To go off a couple of numbers, things, um, like you had mentioned, um, on any given day, the Postal Service delivers more than 433 million pieces of mail. That's wild. Um, if Americans vote by mail this year, 330 million ballots over the course of the election would be only 75% of what they deliver in a single day. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's wild. So it's not just about... it. It's getting a lot of shine right now because of the election stuff, but it's more about the fact that they're just limiting so much stuff that we've had for years they're trying to eliminate and make everything privatized so that they can all get rich off of it donald trump is trying to get rid of the united states postal service for his personal needs when it comes to re-election right right and he's taking away from everybody he's taking away an essential necessity from everybody Mm -hmm. for his personal gain and people are not seeing that yeah like okay yeah fuck it is voter manipulation whatever it's even bigger than that. Yeah. There's just so much more that goes into it than just, yeah, simply just being the voter, the voting manipulation. I mean, you know, we're also talking about a bunch of people that are going to lose their jobs. I mean, I've mentioned on here before when we talked about the post office before that they're a big employer of my minority and uh, female workers. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're, we're all we think about in this day and age is just ourselves. Mm-hmm. I guess like our age group, maybe the male's not as important to us, but there are people that we have in our lives that do depend on things in the mail. Exactly. I think the average person has to deal with the United States Postal Service a lot more than they realize they do. Yeah. Like, I thought that most of my packages come like FedEx, UPS, which is not true because I see our uh, our mail lady walk up to our door all the time with packages. Yeah, and I think um, they use, that those companies use uh, the Postal Service to deliver some of their packages. Like, I know Amazon, I think, uses them when they do same-day delivery stuff. Mm. Did you know that USPS is the only company, mailing company, that will pick up a package from your house for free to ship it? Did not know that. From your fucking house, bro, yeah, for free. Crazy. crazy. That is crazy. I never knew that. Yeah, man. Yeah, my, uh, and again, we talked about how this can affect small business too. I mean, you brought up the charts and how much difference there is in shipping. Uh, my sister, a couple months ago, she started her own business where, with the, um, you know, like the bath, not bath salts, but yeah, I guess they are bath salts, you know, like the shit, you know, kids rub on their skin and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But she tried to come and she tried to go and ship it and it was like $45 to ship. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit's expensive. So expensive. Craziness. But yeah, save the post office. Real talk. Not only do we benefit from it, but I mean, these are people's jobs too. Yep. People's jobs, small businesses benefit. We all benefit from the post office in some way or another. Yeah. I have, I think an uncle and then my grandpa worked at the post office too. So, I mean, it's close to home for me. Yeah, yeah. Shane's Shane's dad worked at the post office, I think, for like 25 plus years. Yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah. Good people. Okay, you want to get into the Black Mirror stuff? Yeah, sure. Alrighty, so I finally started watching, but well, not started watching Black Mirror, I've been watching more and more episodes now. Uh, so, good show. Amazing show. One so of my far. favorite shows ever. Um, my favorite episode so far it has been the one where the, was he a dog or a bear? Bear, right? Something like that. That's dog, bear. Here. So, this guy is basically a failing comedian. He takes over this persona of some kind of animal that's pretty much loud, rambunctious, disrespectful, and he starts gaining notoriety because he starts taking on other politicians. Mm -hmm. Um, Eventually, he ends up getting in the race, and I don't exactly remember what happens at the very end. Does he end up winning? I haven't watched that particular episode in a long time. Okay. All I know is that he runs, and he becomes popular enough that he has to decide if he even wants to continue to do it, pretty much. Yeah, and so that kind of started making my mind run a little bit wild about this idea of something an idea becoming a politician mm-hmm. are we at that point in politics where now it might not be so far-fetched for something like this to happen because to me that's kind of what is happening with trump like he's an idea of a politician he's not exactly a politician really so to clarify the question is could something that's not a human but an idea like a general idea yeah become 
president. I think that Trump is a stepping stone towards that direction. Right. I don't think he is that mm-hmm. because he is a person, but he's, uh, he's such an opposite of what the traditional person is in that position. Right. That I think it's easing someone in to open their mind up to more possibilities of who can be in that position. Makes sense. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, who's to say that, um, like right now, like if you were to look at a politician, I don't know, Trump seems to be an, an anomaly, but if right. you were to look at past politicians, it seems like they're kind of just the face, but there's people behind the scenes that are pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. What's different about that compared to if you were to put a fucking cartoon as the president of the United States? Yeah. Like what's the difference? That's true. One person is just, uh, being the middleman, just saying, saying the agenda. Yeah. And there's people behind the scenes that are about to action. Right. And that's what I mean about like Trump too, is I don't think he just represents, it's not just him as a person. He represents an idea. He represents this idea that America was this great thriving country that was free for everybody. and so patriotic when in reality, that's not really how it is, but he represents that idea. Mm -hmm. So whether or not Trump is a person in office or somebody else, that idea is now bigger than the actual person that's Mm -hmm. in there. So anybody can now run on that platform. That's true. And that might also be another reason why Trump supporters latch onto him mm-hmm. is because not because of Trump, even though on a daily basis, he shows why he's not fit for his position, <laughs> but because of what he pretends to represent. Yeah. Like they're, his fans are running on the idea, like you said. Right. And he's smart because he plays on it like the, you know, the Christian values and, uh, you know, the patriotism and all that when clearly the things he does are, are in opposition to everything that he supposedly stands for. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought that that was an interesting uh, concept that they came up with because I do think that in the future, we might completely get away from politicians. We might just have like a, instead of being governed by a president or whatever, we might just have like a committee type thing that does it from now on, which is, I guess, kind of like what it is now. I think that is what it is now. But I mean, like in the future, I think, and this might be a good idea for moving forward is instead of having one person with absolute power because then it becomes a Democrat and Republic thing where so one group has more power than the other because of who's in president, why not run dual presidents or run a committee that's like three or four people from each sector yeah i don't know how well that would work i've thought about different combinations of how the country could be ran by people but okay you take teams like right now you have democrat and republic that are like the top teams which is crazy to me that we even have two top teams anyway um they low-key do run shit Mm -hmm. we already do have a, a team of people running things like yeah okay there might be the president who's the head, but he still has a team. Right. So what would be the difference? Because his team is all comprised of Republicans that are all for Republican. So you're saying like a mix? Yeah, there should be a mix. Like maybe there should be one Democratic president Mm -hmm. and one Republican president, like one representative from each, and they both share the position. I think egos are too big to even allow that to happen. Yeah, because eventually one person's going to get tired of the other one. No, I think it's more like what president's going to allow another president to share it with him? Yeah, like, that's what I mean by like the ego thing. Like, eventually, somebody's ego is gonna get bigger than the other ones. Like, eventually, somebody's gonna want to be the top dog. Yeah, I don't think that there because right now there's always been one president. Right. I don't think that there is going to be a president that's going to be okay with like let's say that I ran one term, mm-hmm. the next term, why would I be okay with letting someone else run with me? Yeah. Like, why would I be the one? I feel like that's the mentality that they would have. Why would I be the one? to not be president by myself. Right. Like, let the next person do that shit. And I feel like it would just keep being like that. Right. I completely agree with you. I think that would be dope to have a a mix so then you have checks and balances for real, for real. We need to... It's clear that our political system needs a redesign. Mm -hmm. Uh, What that redesign is, I'm not sure if we figured it out. It's going to come eventually. We have to figure something out because right now, the way that the political system is run, we're going to collapse and fall flat on our faces. Do you think that we will figure it out? I hope so, man. I don't think so. I think it's going to be like this forever because our country is built on egos and those egos are in very solid power positions right now. Yeah. Like the only thing that I can see changing is maybe like 100, 200 years from now, if the United States is still even a thing and it has become so progressive Mm -hmm. that the conservative mentality just gets completely booted out. Yeah. My fear is that we're going to just be, the only way we're going to change is if we're going to be pushed so, so close to the edge that we're almost falling off that people are like, all right, we have to do something in order to save ourselves. And I don't want it to end up for us to get to that point, but it almost seems like Americans don't care about stuff like that until it gets to that point. Mm -hmm. Because we're comfortable. Yeah. We talk about that all the time. Like real change is not going to happen until everybody's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. 
And unfortunately, not enough people are uncomfortable right now. Yeah, people's uh, people's personal bubbles when it comes to like their household needs to be popped. And mm-hmm. if that doesn't happen, nothing else is changing. You see Trump kind of trying to bring up the idea of him running more than two terms now? Yeah. He's, he's pitching it. I'm not surprised, bro. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually does it. I would not be surprised if Donald Trump becomes the first dictator. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. at all. And the reason why I say that is because although everybody knows it's not right, although everybody wants it to change, what the fuck is anybody going to do about it? It's true. Like, what are we going to do about it? Like, right now, he's running wild doing shit. I really want to know for myself, like, what could I even do? Yeah. Like, what could I do? Yeah. I mean, the best thing we could do is vote, but... But when, then what? When they're trying so hard to suppress your vote and everything, it's like... Well, okay, yeah, the best thing we can do is vote, but when they don't even listen to the voting results, which I feel like is very easy for them to do... Yeah. Then what? Yeah. Well, they're going to have to... If he doesn't comply with getting out of the White House, if he gets voted out, they're going to have to go in and remove him. I mean, we'll see, bro. We will see. The way that he acts, I would not be surprised if he stays in. This oh, no, no, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm clearly, I think he's going to fucking stay. I don't think he's leaving even if he loses in the landslide. I think he's going to make this absolutely fucking impossible to get him out of office. Yeah, I think it's going to be, him not winning might be just as bad if he does win. Yeah. Like his, his last straw, he might be like, all right, you guys are going to do me like this? Well, it's not like he has the U.S.'s best interest anyway. He, he doesn't have... Us. He doesn't have our best interest. U.S. Us. Yeah. Because of ours. He has his yeah. best interest. And if he's good, he's like, man, fuck you guys. Yeah. Um, I just hope that this all ends up with him in handcuffs. I don't know about that Too many either. people are going down around him, but... It is funny how he says that he's for justice and peace. I just saw someone say... Uh, I think they posted a tweet about it. They're like, yeah, he's... Um, he claims that he's about justice and um, some shit. Like, he's a stand-up person. But, yeah, his whole cabinet's arrested. Yeah, like, what the fuck? All these guys are out here running around wild, dude. They yeah. got their dicks out everywhere. Yeah, they're fucking, They're on 150-foot yachts trying to outrun the Postal Service. Like, like yeah. Oh, that, so I was going to go into that Postal Service thing about the secret, the agents thing. That they can be FBI agents. Um, let me see if I can bring that up real quick. Because I guess it all ties into both Trump and the post office. Um, the U.S. Postal Inspection Service, or the USPIS, is the investigative and law enforcement arm of the Postal Service tasked with investigating a wide range of crimes, including narcotics trafficking, mail and identity theft, cybercrime, money laundering, and fraud and scams involving the mail. U.S. attorneys' offices may work with several uh, federal investigation agencies, such as those guys, the FBI, the Drug Enforcement Administration, to bring down federal criminal charges against defendants. What if that's the real reason why he's shutting down the USPS? Because he thinks they're about to smoke him? Yeah. Bro, I would love... You know, like in those movies when, um, you know, they're trying to catch somebody mm-hmm. and they have a bunch of dudes dressed in, like, different things and they're all just watching him? I would love to see, like, Donald Trump walk out somewhere with, like, five fucking post office guys just tase his ass. They have to be in fucking postal uniforms. That'd be amazing. Bro. Oh, man. I would cry, <laughs> dude. That would be the greatest moment of my life. That's funny. But yeah, that's uh, all I had on that. I do think it's crazy that they can just arrest people. I mean, but that's smart. They're in every neighborhood, so why not use them as a as a tool? Conspiracy talk. All right. So this week for conspiracy talk, we are talking about the CERN computer, um, which is actually kind of crazy because this is pretty much tied into a lot of different conspiracies that we've either talked about or thought about talking about. Um, CERN, otherwise known as a European Organization for Nuclear Research, is a massive laboratory in Switzerland. Uh, the facility is famous for being home to the world's largest particle collider and discovering the legendary Higgs boson or God particle in the summer of 2012. Uh, for people that don't know what a particle collider is, a particle collider is a machine that uses, because like I know, but it uses <laughs> powerful magnetic fields to shoot beams of subatomic particles at each other. These beams travel at nearly the speed of light, and when they collide, scientists are able to see what the universe looked like right after the Big Bang. So starting there, first off, why the fuck are we trying to recreate the Big Bang? I don't know, man. I remember when this first, uh, when the first big one started to be made. I think it was like in 2008 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, this was in Australia, right? I don't remember. You know, they, they tried to make one in Texas. Oh, God. Anyway, so they um, whenever they tried to make the first one, I remember everyone was freaking out because they thought that they were going to create a black hole and we were going to get like sucked into it. The world was going to be destroyed and all this crazy shit. Well. Which doesn't seem like it's that far-fetched if they're really fucking around with uh, beginning materials that create universes. Yeah, they're fucking with antimatter. If yeah. you watch any movie ever that had anything to do with antimatter, it never ends well. I thought, Anti. <laughs> yeah, real talk. I thought, based off the thing that you sent me about this, it's really interesting. The areas that hold this antimatter or dark matter, mm-hmm. it's also called, the places that are held, or the places where it is held, a lot of people react around it and become violent. 
Makes sense. Yeah, I forget what place it was, but they were talking about how it was like one of the biggest, most violent um, protests in the U.S. And a few blocks down is where they held specific uh, anti-matter. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did I know that? Um, yeah, so basically what this thing is doing besides just like fucking around with antimatter is they're actually trying to create a portal to the underworld. Uh, even their official website says they're looking for dark matter and other dimensions. Um, you're not really that big on Stranger Things, right? Mm-mm. So in Stranger Things, they use something similar to rip a hole into hell. Wow. And that's where these monsters that are from Stranger Things come from because the Russians are trying to like experiment with all kinds of stuff. But um, there's been a lot of crazy conspiracies that surround this thing. Did you see the video of the guy or the guys in the robes that were doing like some kind of seance thing out in front of the CERN? Yeah, and then they tried to... It was, they said scientists were playing a practical joke. Yeah. Oh, and to give even more context to this, there's a statue out there that's um, Shiva the Destroyer. Mm-hmm. I'm not too familiar with her. I think it's like a Hindu. Okay. Uh, Hindu goddess. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were basically in hooded robes um, dancing around this thing and like praying to it. And yeah. Um, and they also said that the CERN logo, it has like these weird, almost like B-shaped uh, circle shapes or whatever mm-hmm. with lines off them. Anyway, like if you took it apart, it's three sixes yeah. stacked on top of each other, which I thought was pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like the, uh, the fucking monster can. Did you ever see that? Yeah. 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 That like we'll, the we'll Hebrew, to... Hebrew number sixes or something yeah, like that. We'll have to go into that one time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're also saying that the certain computer is also trying to, um, break the speed barrier so that we can travel back in time. Yeah. So apparently if you go faster than the speed of light, you, end up going backwards in time. Yeah. I don't know the science behind that, but well, apparently yeah. that's what happens. Yeah, it's basically the synopsis of Back to the Future. If you can mm-hmm. travel so fast, you can basically beat time, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, and so they've actually con- uh, contributed the CERN computer to the Mandela effect. They're saying that they were fucking around, opening these other dimensions and stuff, and that we're actually in a different dimension now, and that's why we're remembering things differently because it's not the actual dimension that we were in before. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of ties into the 2012 stuff that the world ended. They think that there's possibility that we opened a black hole and this is like an alternate universe than the, what we're supposed to be in. You know, I always wondered this when I come when it came to the Mandela effect. When I first heard about it, I was a lot younger, uh, maybe like 18 or something like that. But I thought like, okay, the Mandela effect and um, alternate universes like... Like, it's not a, a new concept, right. right? But they were saying, like, the reason why the Mandela effect is activated is because we are in a different universe. Like, something happened and it triggered us to bounce to a different universe, right. right? My thought is, if we end up bouncing, obviously, seamlessly to another universe, because I didn't see it. Yeah. Um, wouldn't, like, how come I wouldn't notice more things changing? Like, how come it's, like, these weird pop culture things that change? And not, like, the tree in my front yard. Like, how come that's the same tree or not bigger or smaller or not? You know what I mean? Like, how come it's, like, these weird things, like, on that thing that you sent me, like, you know, Pikachu's tail doesn't have a, a stripe on it or Nelson Mandela didn't. Well, I guess that's kind of a big one. Yeah. But, like, um, the Monopoly guy's monocle or, like, all these, like, Darth Vader's, mm-hmm. um, I'm not, or I'm your father, whatever. Like, they're very superficial things that change. Right. Like, nothing real serious. Well, even if you watch like TV shows where they explore alternate universes, like for example, The Flash, mm-hmm. um, which is a DC comic book Flash, you know the guy that can run fast. When they do alternate timelines, it's like a, it's still the same version of them, just in a different. It's a, it's still them, but in a different version. Like on one point, this it's still the same you, but it could be an evil you. So it's just a different version of something. So maybe we're just seeing a di- it's the same thing, but it's just all a different version of it. That makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense, but it also doesn't make sense. Because if it's the same thing but a different version, wouldn't more things be different? Yeah. Like, wouldn't you see things on a consistent basis being like, I swear that was like this, but now it's like that. Right? Yeah, that's true. I also thought it was interesting that the they're saying that these current scientists do know how to time travel and they are communicating with their past selves, giving them information what they've discovered now to use it in the past. So it changes something in the future? Yeah, for so whatever that reason. makes sense for why things are different. Change, yeah. But then I have another question about that. Like, let's say, for example, right now, me and you are sitting right here. Mm. We have a device that allows one of us to go back in time. I give you the device, you go back in time. Yeah. And I tell you to change something enough that I see something change in the future, mm-hmm. right? You go back there, you do whatever you clearly do enough to change the future. But if I'm sitting here right now, would it change in front of my eyes? 
or did it already oh. happen that I don't know when it's changed? Yeah. Like, when is the change? And do you even notice a change? Because we look at the same thing. Even It could be, the like, let's say the tree, for example, right? Maybe mm-hmm. the slightest ha- change happened in the tree, but you never notice because you're looking at the same tree every day, so you just continue to expect the same tree. So you're not looking hard enough at that tree to see if there was an actual change. Oh, and then that can go to, like, the butterfly effect when they say, like, just the way that the butterfly flaps his wings, if it's different, it can change so many other things. Right. So, yeah, maybe if it is just one tiny little thing different. Who knows, bro? Because I'm thinking like, okay, you do go back in time and there's a tree sitting in front of us right now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, go back 50 years from now or whenever this tree is planted, go back and take the seed out the ground and don't let the tree grow. Mm-hmm. Is the tree going to disappear in front of my face? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But maybe it makes it so that you don't even remember the tree being there. Maybe if they take it away, like if you have no memory of the tree actually being there, then how could it have been there? Mm. Interesting. Yeah, time travel and all that stuff is it's a it's a wicked game. Yeah, um, I did see something else too. Uh, the, the scientists often try to um, discredit things by like making signs and stuff that poke fun at you know this theory about what CERN's actually doing. Mm-hmm. We talked about when I went to Denver, they had signs all over the place. We're like, what's going on at the Denver airport? Mm-hmm. Again, that's another perfect way to try and discredit some shit. Well, we talked about the term conspiracy theory. Yeah, and it was designed by the CIA. For malicious purposes or not, the fact is is that they threw the term out there to discredit the information under it. Like, oh, conspiracy theory equals crazy. Boom. Right. So. Yeah. There's a, yeah. So, I mean, there's a bunch of different. I mean, you guys can look them up there yourselves, but there's a lot of different conspiracies that go off of this one. You know, about the world ending in 2012 and CERN destroyed the universe. That this is all just a copy of another original universe and we're all just in a computer program. There's a lot of different CERN ones that uh, come up when you start looking. I do think it's crazy that there's over 30,000 particle accelerators around the world, and they've been here since 1930s. That is crazy. That's what they tell us, at least. Who knows? And I think the funniest part about it is, uh, I think we had actually talked about this over text, but when they uh, they were asked about, they, uh, apparently they'd reported that they were going to try and open a black hole, and when somebody asked them about a black hole, they pretty much just like laughed it off. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, <laughs> we don't even know what a black hole is. Yeah. You should be opening shit. You don't know what's Pandora's box. Do you think that they know what a black hole is and they're just not saying um, do you think there's like a few people that know? I don't know, man. Just like maybe there's a few people that know that there's aliens, but they're not saying. Yeah. Because what if everybody tries to create a black hole in their backyard and they find out on the other side is something even better, but they try to keep us here to keep the world running so that they maintain power? Could be. Could be like purgatory. Yeah. Because that was kind of a dark place it you went to. It was. I'm sorry. <laughs> Picks. Picks of the week. You want to go for it? Yeah. Uh, so to actually go off of that certain conversation I had mentioned um, in there that there was a the Higson boss particle, mm-hmm. the God particle. Uh, I just re- started rereading the book, but there's actually a, a science book all about the discovery of the God particle called the God particle. Um, definitely worth checking out. I just restarted rereading. I read it years ago and I confused this book with another one that has to do with like God being the universe and him like exploding and make everything as God and it's the universe. But this one has to actually do with them finding the particle through the usage of the CERN computer. Mm. Pretty interesting stuff. And then on Netflix, I found a new show called Formula One Drive to Survive. Okay. And it follows the lives of Formula One drivers, and it's pretty intense. Um, it's great. Formula One is a very crazy sport. Dude, if you really think, even NASCAR, like, you go, you're going around in a circle. Well, I mean, Formula One's a little different because their track is kind of... Bro, Formula One is by far the riskiest, scariest, fastest mm-hmm. out of all of them. Yeah, no, out for of sure. all of them. But I'm just saying, like, I think people think that, like, even with just NASCAR, it's just, oh, they get in their car and they just drive around in a circle for three hours. Imagine, first off, you driving for three hours mm-hmm. in a hot-ass car, mm-hmm. in a hot-ass suit, going mm-hmm. 200-and-something miles mm-hmm. an hour. You got you how got, many Gs thrown at you? Yeah, you got all these dudes back there trying to bump you. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit's dangerous. Speaking of F1, I'm not trying to take your pick, but um, there's a movie called Rush. I don't know if you've seen that with Chris Hemsworth. Uh, I, I've always wanted to watch it, but Bro, every time I forget. Watch that shit. It's about um, like early F1 days, and you pretty much just have to throw your life on the line if you want to win. Because the more breaks you use, the more likely you're not going to win. Maybe I did see that movie. It's really good. Really good. Even for somebody who's not a huge fan of F1 driving. Yeah. Like, check it out for sure. I want to say I'm a huge fan of F1 driving, but that definitely gave me a whole different respect about it. it. Just, it's just interesting to see what people will put themselves through for a profession. Like, this is this is hard shit that they go through. Mm-hmm. Think about even if it's raining. Like, it's hard to drive those things. And it's you have to make really quick split-second decisions, that, which could result in the life or death situation. For you and multiple other people. Yeah. Who knows? 
Um, there's also another good old movie about um, F1. It's called Driven, and it had Sylvester Stallone in it. Okay, I don't and think he's I like, that one. Oh, it's pretty good. He's like mentoring this young driver. He's like an old washed-up driver, the mentor. You know, one of those basic fucking mm-hmm. sports movies. Uh, it's really good though. Okay. Definitely check it out. They actually race F1 through downtown Chicago, I think, in the show or in the movie. It's pretty cool. And this is before like all the big special effects stuff. So, cool. Yeah. That's your picks. Those are my picks for the week. Okay, uh, my pick this week is a book by Graham Hancock called Supernatural. I got this Ooh. on um, Audible a long time ago, like okay. a long time ago, actually eight years to be exact, because this is when I first started my job, and I've been there eight years now. But yeah, so I, I'm starting to listen to it again, and I forgot how interesting the book is. So the book is about this supernatural things, like whether it's like ghosts or aliens, shit like that. But it's cool because it's not like some fantasy novel. It's about Graham Hancock. I don't know if you know about him. He's on Joe Rogan's podcast every now and then, but he's really good. name sounds familiar. Yeah, he's really smart when it comes to like ancient civilizations. Like he was one of the uh, guys who discovered Gobekli Tepe or I don't even know the name of the place. Wait, is this fam from uh, Ancient Aliens with the crazy hair? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. I love that fucking guy. It's not him. That's my guy. Um, but yeah, so he he's really big into uh, ancient civilizations. Okay. Anyway. Cool. So That's my shit. Obviously, there's been reports of alien abductions in our lifetime, mm-hmm. right? People in a fucking farm talk about being abducted by aliens. It's always weird how it only happens in farms and stuff, too. But he <laughs> talks about why. And it's really interesting why. Uh-huh. And then he goes back to these ancient civilizations, and he looks at like all these um, rock paintings and carvings and stuff like that, and... All these things that the people describe are like drawn on walls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's almost like a, uh, universal human experience throughout time. That's that this happens. But then he talks about like, are these extraterrestrials or is this something like if you were to take DMT, for example, uh, you take DMT and if you take enough, people report that you shoot to another dimension and talk to these beings, right? Mm -hmm. But DMT is also naturally produced in your brain. Right. So you get it when you sleep. Um, there's a big amount when you're born and a big amount when you die. With that being said, you know how everybody's different. Who's to say that some people just don't accidentally shoot off too much when they sleep and then visit these people? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just goes into, like, all these different scenarios and stuff. You should definitely check like, it out. I mean, like, I get that. Like, psychics, right? Like, mm-hmm. psychics might just be tuned to a different frequency than we are. That's why they're able to pick up on energy and different stuff just because yeah. that's just how their brain works. Who knows, bro? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many things. There might be just reasons that we just can never figure out mm-hmm. why someone is a certain way or why someone has experienced a certain thing. Right. We just don't know, you know? Uh, but, yeah, that's what the book's about. It's, I think it's, like, maybe, like, a 15-hour audio book. Okay. Which I'm assuming is like maybe, I don't know, 200 page book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe longer than that shit. I don't know. But it's cool though. Like, I, that book is fucking dope to me. I'll have to check that out for sure. That's right yeah. up my alley. Yeah, man. That's my, uh, that's my pick. Real quick though, uh, ghosts. What are your thoughts on ghosts? Do you believe in them? Do you not believe in them? Mm, I don't, I've never seen a ghost. So it's hard for me to believe in it. Mm-hmm. But if someone says that they saw it, I mean, who am I to say they didn't? You know what I mean? Yeah, and I don't think ghost is attributed to some person that's just in your house trying to fucking scare you. I mm-hmm. think it, sometimes it could just be trapped energy. That See, I see that more. Yeah. Because there's times, I don't know if I told you, so there's an apartment that me and my child's mom lived in, my son's mom lived in. Mm-hmm. And um, the room that he was in always felt so weird to me, yeah. like walking in. Like, always. Mm-hmm. And something about it was just sketchy, but I mean, he was fine in there, you know? Yeah. Although he did stare in this one corner all the time and I thought it was fucking weird. Like, it's giving me goosebumps thinking about it right yeah. now. But the room is, it just had a weird vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and you can pick up on the energy in different places. Like, for sure. I think that's why people attribute old places with being haunted because I think that they go into these places and they feel that old energy that's in there and then they just get spooked. It's almost like a weight. Like, yeah. you walk in there and it's like just a weight. Like, things are not supposed to be weighted. You know yeah. What I mean? it, yeah. It's like heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as you feel, like, the different pressure, you're just like, oh, something's different. Yeah. Yeah, so I've never seen a ghost before, but, yeah, I'm not one of those people that think that they're just a fucking boogeyman out to scare you. I think it's just, like, trapped energy that's Mm -hmm. just in places. Like, we talk about purgatory all the time. Maybe it's just somebody's trapped energy that's still here that has to figure out a way to get out of here. Like, Yeah, who knows? Do I think that there might be bad fucking spirits around that want to haunt you and stuff? Sure, but I don't think that every ghost is out to get you. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, shout outs. Shout outs. You want to go first? Yeah. Um, my shout out this week is for King County, which is a very rare shout out. Yeah. Uh, but for King County, uh, Washington State, um, they are passing a bill that would require legal advice for youth before questioning by police, which I thought was dope that they put that in there That's so huge. that police cannot manipulate these, the youth. Yeah. 
You see it all the time in TV shows where they try to get the kid before his parents can come or before mm-hmm. a lawyer can show up. So exactly. that's, that's huge. And not compared to a TV show, but... Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you see it happen. You For know? sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. So, that's awesome. Uh, is that already passed, or is it... Um, I think it's in the process right now. Oh, cool, cool. Is that something we have to vote on? No, it's uh, already... I believe we already voted on it. Well, there was already a vote on it for oh, it, too. Okay. Yeah, so... Cool. Well, that's awesome, yeah. Um, I have two of them this week. So the first one is, um, so the Seattle Kraken, that's new, uh, hockey team that we just got. Kraken. That's a dope ass name, man. I thought it's so too. I've seen people hating on it online. I think it's tight. And with the history, considering like the Puget Sound. That's a terrifying ass sea creature, man. Yeah, man. That's dope. dope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, and this is the even doper part about this. So their, um, team's new, the new lead team broadcaster black gentleman named Everett Fitzhugh. So Everett mm-hmm. already fits. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's actually going to be the first black announcer in the NHL. Yeah, I thought that so was pretty dope. I wanted to shout him out. Um, he said Everett has, this, or they, this is the CEO of the Kraken talking about him. Um, Everett has established himself as a unique and leading voice for hockey. He's going to bring tremendous energy and talent to our broadcasting content team, and we can't wait for our fans to get to know him. That's dope. What a gig to get. Yeah, man. Uh, so shout out to Everett and shout out to the Kraken. I'm really excited for this new hockey team. Yeah, you know, I was never a hockey fan. We we had a hockey game actually on the OG Xbox, but we got it really just to fight each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that this is actually going to make me watch hockey. Yeah, I've been to a few Thunderbirds games when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Pretty fun. I've never been, man. Oh, they're pretty fun. Um, it's just, it's very fast paced. Mm-hmm. They had, what was the other team? Sabercats? Tacoma team, I think. Oh, I forgot about the same. We used to cats. get free tickets all the time, but I just never yeah. went. Yeah. Yeah, I went to those games too, and it was like a, it was like the lion-looking thing jumping yep. out of the logo. Yep. Yeah. Damn, I forgot about the Sabercats. Sabercats and Thunderbirds. I don't even know if they're still a team. Uh, I don't know about the Sabercats and Thunderbirds. Well, I don't know now because of everything with COVID yeah. and stuff. But yeah. yeah. So shout out to them. I'm excited for that. Um, and then my other one is for actually an IG page. Um, this isn't really a pick of the week. It's a shout out because it's it's a Seattle to Beirut IG page. Um, they're organizing a drive for victims of the Beirut disaster and will be holding um, donation drop-offs at the end of this month. They're looking for donations that include first aid items, hygiene, clothing, gloves, masks, all those kind of things. Um, they're going to be uh, accepting donations at the Bellevue Chamber of Commerce on Saturday, 829 from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and at Hayek Furniture in Linwood on 830 from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And I'll post this um, on our thing and on my thing too, but um, you know, over the last couple of weeks, I've seen a lot of people expressing how sad they were for what happened in Beirut, mm-hmm. how their government failed them, and I think this is a good opportunity for us all to step up as humans and help each other out. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, another shout out, uh, Mia Khalifa. I know y'all motherfuckers know who that is. No, I do not know who that is. Tell her. Would you like <laughs> to tell me? Fucking dirty dogs. I've never heard of that lady. Anyway, so she's auctioning off her glasses. I and, thought you were going to uh, go completely different direction with what she was auctioning off. But. No, she's auctioning off her infamous glasses to, um, yeah, all proceeds go to the victims of the explosion. So That's awesome. Yeah. Even porn stars can use their celebrity platform for a good thing. But yeah, uh, yeah, those are my shout outs. And um, yeah, shout out Beirut. I hope things that are, are starting to get back to a sense of normalcy after everything that's happened there. Uh, I which hope. Which is probably not going to for a very long yeah, time. I so. hope, but yeah. That's a... Shout out to them. Um, no Structure Podcast is the Instagram. No Structure Pod 1 is the Twitter. Of course, the most important thing, the website, nostructurepodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesdays and Fridays, visualizers on YouTube. And yeah. Cool. Anything else? That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it.